you see where we are. We're in we're in Reish Zion. Arrive at Isig. Yes, exactly. Okay. So the, again, the Rambam. Maybe we'll just see right before the Rive at Isig. You just see the the end of the Rambam. Okay, the end of the Rambam. That's, let, let's pick it up there, right before the Rivet. But this is a summary of the Rambam, and this is where it's going to get tricky. Does everybody see where we are? It's right before Harivet Hisig. I think it's either Ted Zion in the old, old numbers is Ted Zion. In the new numbers, it's Yud Gimel. The Chen is right before the Rivet. The end of the Ram. This is the last line of last piece in the Rambam. I, I can't tell whether you guys know where I am or not. Dan, David, would you know where I am? Yeah, I'm, I'm in my car, so um, I'm have to. You're just um, listening. Okay, I hope you don't. Then you better not tell me where I am. Dan, are you with me? Dan, I, he signed on, may not be there. Dan, you there? Last call, Dan. Okay. No. Okay. Anyway, so let's let's pick up the, the this is the summary of the Rambam. Our Pinchas, you you see where I am? Yeah, I'm with you. The chen called tonight shemasnid bnei adam bneiem afal pishen beedim uvestar where they make a condition imiyakach o imtasekach eten lekakach vekach o eknel chabayitze if such and such happens, this is what I'm going to do. And if it doesn't happen, I won't do it. Even if the guy did what he was supposed to do, no Kenyan. That language, if this, then that. If not this, then that. There's no real Gemiris Das. It is the fact that we said, if this happens, then one way. If it doesn't happen, then the other way. So you see clearly the guy's not sure what's going to happen. Says the Rambam, therefore, there's no gemiras das. There's no real commitment. It's all very iffy. So this is how the Rambam understands. One of the ways the Rambam understands asmachta. It's really iffy, not real commitment. And Harivah, now continue in. So if you remember, we go back to the Eiravon. So when there was the Eiravon, let's again remember, Ruve wants to buy a property. And this is going to be where it gets real tricky. Ruve wants to buy a property from Shimon, and he gives a $10,000 deposit. And he says to Shimon, if I back out, you get to keep my deposit. And Shimon says, and if I back out to, get, to, to, to give Ruve confidence, Shimon says, if I back out, I'm going to give you back your Eravon and I'm going to double it. So now we have a few possibilities. We could either say everybody is committed to what happens and either guy who backs out loses. We could say the whole picture is an asmachta and nothing happens. Everybody, the, the whole thing, the whole deal is off. Or there's an opinion that in one direction, the buyer is bound to lose his money, but the seller is not bound to give double. So says the Raivin. So the, the Rambam held that if the buyer backs out, the seller gets to keep the $10,000. But if the seller backs out, 
he gives back to Eravon, but he doesn't have to give a penalty. That's what the Rambam wrote. Says the Ravid, he and the reason why the seller gets to keep the 10,000 is because he's got it already. So that removes the problem of asmachta vis-a-vis the commitment of the buyer to give this to let the seller keep the eravon. Since the seller has it, the buyer cannot claim asmachta. All right, and the and the and the seller is not being mochel if the buyer backs out, and therefore the seller gets to keep the money. So that's the rivet. Uh, that's the Rambam. Okay, and also the rivet argues on because look what the Rambam wrote. The Rambam wrote any case that was what we just read. Anytime the guy says, Im yeim lo asmachta, says the Ravid, wait a minute, doesn't it matter whether it's the other or not? Right? He, the Rambam didn't make a difference, you'll be other in love. Zatema. The Gemara Machalik The Gemara makes a difference. If the, if the guy says, if I do it, I'll do this. If I don't do it, I'll do that. And it's Biotto. Of course, classic case being, Im over below Avi. So why, why, why there did the Rambam not make a distinction? What does it mean, but it's up to other people? The wine case, where that's totally on other people. That's asmachta. Why is that asmachta? The guy who said, okay, if I, if I don't buy you the wine, I'll reach into my pocket. He didn't really commit. Why? All right, so that, that's the right. Something he has absolutely no control over, and it's in somebody else's hands, and he makes a commitment. The ain dovar, right? The ain biyoro klau, the ain dovar liplo bo lomar de adaiti de hapi so when a person makes a commitment and it's completely out of his hands, and he makes a commitment, and he knows that it's not in his hands, so when the guy is being he doesn't know whether he's going to win or not, and it's completely out of his hands, ironically, and he made a commitment, Knowing that it's completely out of his hands, so vadai misafe gomeru makne. So then we say he he had to have made a commitment because he knew that he's not it's not up to him, and he made a commitment. So the commitment is binding. He can't come along and say I never meant it. What were you thinking? Bamed varma. But now we make a condition. Bamed varma morim kishesocharkim bemos muchanim, meaning money's on the table, and he made a commitment that if you win, you get to keep the money that's on the table. So then. He, he loses the money. Avalim sochakin ba'amana. Amana means that there, there's no money on the table. There are, they're, they're playing for credit. Meaning, if you win, I will pay you in the future. Then ein motzin menu You'll notice the language here is ein motzin menu. You can't make him pay. Because since he's holding the money, he's allowed to say, I never intended for that to happen. But when the money's on the table, you can't say you never intended. It's something along the lines of the Eravon already being in the hands of the seller 
If the Eravon is in the hands of the seller, you can't say, I didn't mean that he would keep it. If the money's on the table, you can't say that you didn't mean that the winner's going to take the money. But if you're holding the money, you could say, I never intended to pay if I lose. Okay, and then continue, all right, continues. What about when something is completely biyado? So then it depends. If what he committed to do is a reasonable commitment. Then that's He only has to pay what he caused the loss, but he does have to pay what he caused the loss because that's assumed that he is that that commitment is valid. Here's the here's the upshot. So I'm selling you the land if you do X, Y, Z. So look what he's saying. So the, the look, right. So the seller is saying, I will sell you the land if you do something. So it's an asmachta because the kiyum hatnai is not dependent on the mocher. So it's a little bit, and we're gonna, this is where we're going to have to try to straighten this out in the Beis Yosef, because it sounds a little bit inverted to what we've been saying. So we're saying like this, if it's biyad, if it's biyad hamoch, if it's biyad, the person making the condition, he's bound because he knows, he, he, he said it, and it's a reasonable thing, and therefore he's committed. You'll, you'll realize there were other Rishonim that said exactly the opposite. When it's biyado, and he makes a commitment. He's assuming he's going to fulfill the commitment. So he doesn't, he does he never really meant the penalty. And we're showing him and learned like that. And they have to explain why Ovir, the low Avid, has to pay. And they made it as a knas. Okay. But the Rambam here, or the Rabbit, they're learning that no, if it's Biodo, of course you meant it. You're serious. But if it's Lav Biodo, it's up to the other guy. So you don't really know. You're, you're not making a commitment. And you're, you don't really, you really know. And that's, that's like the gambling where the money's not on the table. Because when you're making a commitment that is completely not dependent on you, and you got to reach into your pocket, so we're allowed to say that you never really meant it because you have no idea whether the guy's going to do it or not. You remember there were other Rishonim who said exactly the opposite. That if you made a commitment based on what the other person is going to do, the assumption is that he will do it and you made a commitment. So you see here we have a very big machlokas here. It's going to be a big machlokas Rishonim. The other people were Rashi. Whether what's better, it's better that it's biado. You're more bound when it's biado, or the opposite. You're more bound when it's not biado. That that's going to be the, the issue. Again, it all boils down to if, if you want to know that, like the what's the kernel of the whole issue of asmachta is: Do we think that the guy really meant it, or is he allowed to say I didn't intend to ever have a commitment? That's where we are right now. I want to stop here, go back to the beginning, and see the base Yosef. In the beginning, we're going to go back to the beginning and see some Beis Yosef, and this will really help us give us a picture. We're going to be in the in the Beis Yosef a couple of sessions. We're going to skip a lot of it. This Beis Yosef is humongous, but we're going to try to see some of the Beis Yosef that's going to help us clarify and and zero in on the machlokas we show. So we're going all the way back to Yud Aleph Lefikach. It's either Yud Aleph in the new tour or Tet Vav in the old tour. If you have the pages, it's page Mem Tet. In the new tour, it starts again. We're going to go back to the Eiravon case.
I mean, everybody got to let me know when you have it. Yehuda, I haven't heard from you. Are you with us inside, Yehuda? Yehuda, are you there? Uh, yes, yes, I'm here. I'm uh, Dan, following Dan, we, didn't we, we didn't see a sign of life. Yeshot Chaim, Dan, you there? Dan, don't hear you. I see you. I see your picture, but I don't see you. Hear you. Okay. Dan, no. Okay. All right. Okay. Does everybody else have a chat? It's Pinchas Lefikach from Yudal. We're back to the beginning. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so Lafika. Hanosein e rovan ala mecca. The omri mani choser be ervoni mochalo. The vomra mochri mani choser bechach bolacher vonkha. So that was our standard case of the, that's the most extreme asmachta. Im choser halokeach kona hamochar So if the buyer backs out, the seller gets to keep the $10,000 that he's holding in his hands. Share utachas yodo. Im choser hamochar in mechaiven osalit polayervon. So to make the seller reach into his pocket, that's that's an asmach. Okay, so you remember that was again the the tour is poskening right in the middle, like the Rambam. Okay, that 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 um, that the that because the seller is holding the money, he gets to keep it, but the buyer, if the buyer if the seller backs out, the buyer doesn't get to collect the penalty. All right, so we're going to pick up the base Yosef. Where are we picking it up? Yeah, we'll pick it up from the beginning. Right, I want to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, we'll pick it up from there. Okay. Again, a part of it, we're going to run through it quickly because all the base Yosef does is he, he quotes the Gemara. Everybody see where I am in the base Yosef. The beginning, it's the first base Yosef on that section in the tour. Again, I'm reading it fast because it's literally just quoting the Gemara's, which we've seen numerous times. So it's clearly, the Gemara clearly considers this an asmachta. But Rabbi holds asmachta kanya, and therefore both sides are bad. Which is a little bit of, a bat, of, a, of an ambiguous language. What does it mean? It's enough that he gets the whole machlokas is about doubling the Eiravon. So according to the Ramam, what it means when the Rabbi Yehuda says, so I gave you $10,000 on a $100,000 property and you backed out. So I have the right to demand $10,000 worth of land because that you're committed to. Because the minute you took my $10,000, you're committed to give me $10,000 of land. That's what Rabbi Yehuda means. But you certainly don't have to pay the penalty. If I don't want the land, I say, I want my money back and a penalty that I can't demand. So basically, I can demand my money back or I can demand $10,000 of land. That's Rabbi Yehuda because Asmachta lo kanya. If Asmachta would be kanya, then I could demand my money back plus a penalty of $10,000. Okay. I.e., the, the fact that the, 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 the seller is going to get to keep the, land, the money because the buyer said, if I back out, you get to keep the money. Divrei hakol, it's a mistake here. It should be divrei hakol kona, right? Um, right, it's supposed to be divrei hakol kona, right? Because, right? According to the Rabbah. 
I mean, there's a, there's a misprint here. I don't know what 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 girsa you guys have, but it's got to be machlucha. Everybody agrees that it's kona. The lotion, okay, that that because the 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 seller holding the money that you can't claim asma. The lotion dayo sheyikne achimashma. The lo polig elashelo yichpolo ervona. That's what a dayo means that you don't have to double the eravon, but certainly you're bound for the ten thousand dollars. The seller also. Meaning, for some reason, he interprets that dayo to mean nothing happens, everything goes back. Meaning that the seller has to give back the money and the seller cannot keep the money. And that even though it was, what the buyer was saying is, I'll be mochel the money that you have, the commitment to be mochel is also called an asma. Okay, because again, you see the 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 the, the hierarchy. The continuum here is that of being mochel money the other guy has that's less vulnerable to a claim of asmachta. But Rashi holds even that's an asma. Whereas other rishonim hold no. What the guy's holding, you can't claim asmachta if he's holding the money in his hand. Because of Aran Be'azov, the Ikalameda called Divrei Aramba, midit tanan v'perik ezunesh. Now we're going to bring in another Gemara and see how that interfaces with this Gemara. Again, I, I, you guys have to keep all the six, seven Gemaras in your head. Each case has a different implication. Okay, so what does it say? Meaning the $200,000 field will be yours if I don't pay back the $100,000 debt within three years. The guy gets to keep the $200,000 field. That only works if he says the field is going to be yours. Why? But without meachshav, it's an asmach. Meaning, he gave the land, he put the malva in the land already from the beginning, so the malva is holding the land. Asmachtahi. Says, says, the beloved kushihi. Who said that the Malva has the land and he gets into Peros? Maybe he doesn't have the land. So you can't compare having the land and say, oh, you see, you don't get to keep the land. Well, that's because land really never is in your hands. But the $10,000 a Ravon, that's in your hand, and it's very possible that, 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 that you can't apply asmachta to that. So, so we apply asmachta to the land, but we don't apply asmachta to the Eravon. All right, Eli Kasha, what is the problem, says the, says the Ran? Eli Kasha, Hakash. Here's your problem. You want to have a problem with the Eravon case? I'll show you a problem with the Eravon case. Can yeah, we saw this inside? Hopefully, you're going to remember it as you see it again. We're back to the guy who paid off half the loan. And then he gave the star of the remaining $500. He gave that five, the star that says a thousand, but he really only supposed to pay 500. Right? That he gave that star to a shlish. And he's, he tells the, the, the shlish, if I don't pay the, the love, if the love says, if I don't pay, you get to give the malva back the whole star. He gives my below no son Rabbiosi Omer Ite, because Rabbiosi holds Asmachta Kanya, and it's an Asmachta, but you got to do it. Rabbi Yudomer Lo Ite. Vasam Vare like a Lefushe Ten Lo Staro. 
Shani wrote said he's and it can't be that I'm saying, give him the star and we'll start back from the beginning. How can Rabbi Yossi ever say, even if I smacked the Kanya and he meant it, but what did he mean to do? He couldn't mean to start the loan over again because the star is half paid off. So what does giving back the star mean? What's he really saying? Lo yuhumos. The money that I'm give, that I gave him already, that he's now holding in his hand. If I don't pay off the whole loan, then that money should be matana And so that sounds like machila. Upali Rebihuda. And Rebihuda says, no, 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 you can't give it. Alma. So we're, we're making an assumption here. We're making an assumption that it's not possible that the asmachta kanya, asmachta lo kanya is going to determine whether the star goes back to the malva as a star or not. It's very clear that if the star is ever going to go back to the malva, it only goes back to the malva because we're recharacterizing the money that was paid as a, as a present. So if it's a present, so then what the deal is, is that I'm committing to let you keep money as a present that I gave you. That's mechila. And we see that even though even Rabbi Yehuda says that no, it doesn't work. All right, because Asmachta Lokanya, even Bimachil. And so you see then that Rabbi Yehuda argued that if Asmachta Lokanya, then the then the then the, the seller also can't keep the money. Okay, so again, we're we're showing that we're we're arguing here on the tour and on the Rambam, the idea that the that in, in the in the Eravon case, in one direction. The deal is off because asmachta, i.e., the seller doesn't have to pay a penalty, but the but but the buyer loses his money because asmachta yes kanya b'mechila, and we're showing here no that's not true because the case of the of the of the star has to be mechila, and Rabbi Yehuda holds that since asmachta lo kanya he 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 doesn't he can't keep them he doesn't get the extra five hundred dollars, so it's a it seems to be a proof that asmachta lo kanya even b'mechila. And therefore, the seller is going to have to give back the $10,000 to the buyer, according to that, according to Rabbi Yehuda. I hope everybody's following this. It's a little complicated. Maybe I'll stop here just to see if there's any question or if it's pretty clear. I'm okay. I was uh, on another call. I'm a little embarrassed. So what, where are we looking? We're on, you have the new tour. What are you looking at? The new tour? We're, we're in, we're in, the, I, we're in. We're, we're in the base Yosef of the tour on either Yudala or Ted Vav. And we're in the, we're in the base Yosef on the tour that starts that the very first tour that we did, Lafika Hanose Neirovo. We're in the Neirovo and we're in the base Yosef. Anyway, I got to go on that. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. Right. No, 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 no. Okay. So therefore, <laughs> Again, this is a Bryce. We didn't see this Bryce specifically before. We saw this in the Rishonim. So again, let's remind ourselves that it's a similar case. But Rabbi Yehuda's argument is a little different than we saw till now. Let's re- again the case. 
Right, he wants to buy it and he gives him an Eravon. If I don't buy it, you don't owe me anything, meaning you get to keep the Eravon. The Holocaust law and the seller says, if I don't deliver the goods to sell you, if I back out of the sale, I'll give you back your Eravon plus 100%. So basically, the, the Aravon case. So we we're expecting the same machlokas, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda. He gives man nos, and he's kaima tonight. Give Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi holds asmach kanya. So if the buyer backs out, the seller keeps the money. If the seller backs out, he's got to give back with a penalty. And Rabbi Yehuda Omer ha'ech zochezeh. How could the seller be zocheh bidover sheino shalom? How could the seller keep money that doesn't belong to him? Because he's not delivering the field. He's not delivering the house. So by what right does he get to keep the money? He has to give back the Eravon. Oh, so who backed out? Listen to the words. He So who backed out? The buyer. The buyer backed out. So we're talking about the Lokeach gave the buyer a, a, a deposit. The buyer backs out. The Amar of Yehuda. And what does Rabbi Yehuda say? How could the buy? How could the seller keep money that doesn't belong to him? Kolomar, a mocher. He's the one who would keep money that doesn't belong to him. So you see that according to Rabbi Yehuda, the, the seller has to give back the money to the buyer. Again, what, the, what, we're, what, what, what we're trying to prove over and over again is that you can't activate asmachta only in one direction. The asmachta is, in, is a bilateral thing, and even if the seller is holding the money, he has to give it back, and we can't say that the buyer, that the buyer can claim asmachta, and the, and the buyer can claim asmachta, even though the contrary argument would have been, you can't claim asmachta if you already gave away the money. So we say no. It, it, the fact he never intended that the seller, if if the buyer isn't bound by his losing the money, I'm sorry. If the if, if the buyer isn't bound by the seller having to give back the money with a penalty, if the seller backs out, the buyer isn't bound to lose his money either. The asmachta lokanya, the whole whole thing is off. That's what we're trying to prove here. But that is a big machlokas you show me. Okay? Big, okay? Everybody's okay till here about, you see the machlokas. The battle lines are drawn about whether the, the buyer who gave the money to the seller and then the buyer backed out, can he claim asmachta or not? So Rashi said he can't. And the, and the Beis Yosef here is showing proof that he can't. The Garcina tube until Sefta, another example all right, this is a little, we never saw this before, so I'll try to explain to you outside. We'll see it, we'll see it and hope we get it because I don't want to get too sidetracked. It's a little sidetracking, but it, 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 it's, re it's relevant. I almost skipped it, but I decided we'll do this last little piece. Okay, here's the case. Hamalva Eschavero al Hamashko. Okay, so there's a loan and there's a mashkon. Now, a mashkon is always metaltalin. All right, a mashkon is metaltalin. I lent you a thousand dollars. And I took your computer as collateral. The Omar law, and here's the deal. You say to me, 
you're the you're the low there, and you gave me your computer as a mashkon, and I lent you a thousand dollars, and you say, Rabbi, if I don't pay you, if you don't get paid by January first, you get to keep the computer. Meaning, nothing. If I didn't pay you by January first, the computer becomes yours not as a payment for the loan. Means, as far as I'm concerned, you're not holding anything of mine. So understand the case here. What you're saying is, I get to keep the mashkon and it doesn't erase the debt. Does that sound like an asmachta? It doesn't erase the debt. That's that was the condition. That's what we said. Means again, you gave me your computer. I gave you a thousand dollars, and the condition was that if you don't pay me by January 1st, you are, you are, you are saying, as far as I'm, as far as we're concerned, Rabbi Karlinski is not holding anything of Pinchas, meaning, who owns, he, who owns still the, has the debt? Well, well, uh, that you, you haven't said anything, then that's not, you're saying, you're saying that you have nothing, I'm, that I'm holding nothing of yours. If it's paying the debt, I'm holding something of yours in payment for the debt. Again, this is the scenario. No, no. So, so, so. What, I mean, I'm asking, what is what is the he 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 the 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 malve takes the mashkon, it becomes his, and the debt is still outstanding. What, why are you so surprised at that as a possibility? Because that was the deal. Is it what that, you're saying? Is what you're saying is that if you, the low of it, don't pay me by January 1st, your penalty for not paying me on time is that you lose your computer. Yeah. It's not a penalty. If the computer becomes mine in place of the debt, then there's no penalty. That's not a penalty. Well, no, well, it is a penalty because normally nobody ever gives a mashkon which is worth less or equal to the loan. It has to be more than, that's how pawn shops work. You walk, into, you walk into so, a pawn shop, you give them a $300 watch and they'll they say, this watch is worth $300. I'll give you $200 for this watch as a security. If you come back within a month, you can get your 200, you can pay me back $200. If you don't, I take the watch. So there, there is, a, there is Pinchas, it Pinchas. makes no sense. Pinchas, no wait, sense wait, wait. Pinchas, Pinchas, you just described a perfect case. That's not our case. No, but I'm, I don't know what the case is. <laughs> I'll tell you the case. I'll tell you, I lent you a thousand. I lent you a thousand dollars, okay, and you gave me a comp you gave me a cell phone worth two hundred and fifty dollars, okay. And 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 the deal is that if you haven't paid me by January first, I keep the cell phone. Oh, okay, that I makes keep, sense. But no, but it doesn't have it doesn't affect the debt. Yeah, still okay. owe me a thousand dollars. I hear. Oh, oh, that I like can that? hear. You like that scenario? If the mashkon, if the mashkon is worth less than the debt itself, it makes sense. If it's worth more than the than the debt, it would never ever make sense. Don't talk about more. Don't talk about more. Talk about less. What happened to Asmachta? It's huh? a mismachta. He, he he never intended to. What happened? To what, yeah. What happened to Asmachta? You want to still owe me money and lose a two hundred and fifty dollar phone? No. The intent was to pay on time. Again, this way, let's see the case now. You, and now you understand the case, right? You understand why the outcome of this case could be impacted by a din of asmachta? Oh, yeah. Okay. So again, 
Hamalvis Havera Allah Mashkan Biomar Loim Lo not Hatil Khabikan Bachlo Yom Ploni Aim Li Biyod Haklum. You'll notice it doesn't matter how much the Mashka was worth. The deal was that the that the that the mashko now is becomes the the property of the malva with no effect on the debt. He gives Manvelo Nasan. If January first came and he didn't pay, he gio mashkon. Here's your here's what you were worried about, Pinchas. Bain ra bain yafet. What does bain ra bain yafet mean? Regardless of how what's prices. Exactly. Whether it was a two hundred fifty dollar mashkon or a fifteen hundred dollar mashkon. Shmamina. And do we see any machlokas there? No machlokas. I don't see Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda arguing. Remember, Rabbi Yehuda normally holds us machta lo kanya. What does Rabbi Yehuda say about the field? Right, the thousand, the hundred thousand dollar loan on a two hundred thousand dollar field. You don't get to keep the two hundred thousand dollar field. It's a smachta, right? Unless it was me'achshat. Here, lo poli Rabbi Yehuda. If I would have had the same case by Karka, right? $100,000, right? $1,000 loan on a $1,500 piece of land, and I didn't pay on time. Rabbi Yudah holds it's a it's an asmachta. So how come he's not arguing here and turning it into asmachta? I'm sorry. He only holds it. He only, Rabbi Yudah says that, that it's an asmachta unless you said me'achshav in the land. So, so why isn't it an asmachta here? Everybody hear the problem. We're expecting Rabbi Huda to argue here, just like he argues in the land case. So everybody hear the problem? Yes. Pinchas, you hear the problem? Yeah. We expect Rabbi Huda to argue here, just like he argued in the land. So it says, so says the Beishose, Dafka b'metaltali less b'humishum this is only true in, in Metaltal. Why? The Taima, the Kivan, the Kaimalon, Kireb Yitzchak, the Omar. Here's a new, new, new halacha. Balchov Kone Mashko. The Loshnolon Bain Mashkono, Shalobishas Albala Mashkono, Bishas Albaso, Ukamashan Kosovisov Perak Shwasa Dayanin, Kiman the Omar Le Meachabdam. So in the Metaltalin, it's as if he said Meachab. Do you guys, you guys know the din of Rabbi Yitzchak? Rabbi Yitzchak has a very interesting din, okay? The Rabbi Yitzchak holds that the, that the malva is konem mashkon. Why? Because it says that if the malva gives, the Pesach says that if the malva gives back the mashkon each time to the poor love when he needs to use it, So the malva has a din that he gave tzedakah. Says Rabbi Yitzchak, well, wait a minute. If the malva doesn't, if, if really when the malva, when the malva is holding the lova's mashkon, and the Malva has no rights on that whatsoever. So he's basically holding the, the, the Lova's money in his hands. So when he gives it back to him, how can you call that a mitzvah? How could he be, how could he be doing a mitzvah? How could he be, how could he be doing tzedakah? So Rabbi Yitzchak holds, you see that the Malva owns the mashkon with a chiv to give it back to the Lova every night when he needs it. But the point we want here is Malva kone mashkon. That's why we, it, and we can consider a mashkon like a meach. It's just like a me'achshav in, in Karka. Okay? So the question, really, now the question is going to be whether this is only in Mashkon or any time the love, any time somebody's holding metaltalin, any time somebody's holding metaltalin, is that called 
uh, does that eliminate the problem of does it eliminate the problem of of asmachto, or it's only in a mashkon that it eliminates the problem? Because you realize that if I'm holding the metaltolin, so that could already be turned into mechila. And so if you if you'll do me a favor, please and skip. We're going to skip a big piece here, and pick it up with veim tolmar. If you're in the old tour, in the new tour, it's exactly across in the column, veim tolmar. But it's the next big dibur hamachil. Im tolmar gabe erovo. I see it. I want to make sure everybody else sees where we are. No. no. Well, read me what you see, and I'll tell you whether you're too far or not far enough. Uh, if you see the Rajba or you see Bechubas Harosh, you went too far. No. What, what are you reading there, David? Read me, read me something. I'm reading you. V'tzorach l'chalek b'davar. Masha Kosov, the, the Ram. No, further, much further, further. Much further. Not uh, much further. Kosov, further. Oh, Tamide Arajba. In the base Yosef? I'm in the base Yosef, yeah. But base Yosef, Hashem Mishba, okay. base Zion. That uh, was for me, I asked. Vim Tomar Gabi Eravo. I'm, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm in Sephiria. Uh, okay, I don't know. Im Tomar Gabi Eravo. Okay, I don't. I don't want to hold up this year. Vim Tomer Gabi Eravon Kibachi Tiso Amilo Kona. We're back to the Eravon case. So the buyer gave the seller Eravon. The seller's holding the Eravon, correct? So Amilo Kona Hamataltalehu. What 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 we're saying like this that when the when the low when the when somebody's holding the Taltalin, it's like Meachshav. Holding the Taltalin is like Meachshav. So why don't we consider the Eravon, the ten thousand dollars that the lo- that the seller is holding? Why isn't that like metaltolin and make it like a meachshav? The dummy law the tiny that the, that he he's got he's holding it and therefore he should get to keep it. The shlomer the shiny betosefta shasalotova shehuvahu mashein came beiravon. See when the malve when the love gave the malve the eiravon and he said if I don't pay you on time you get to keep it. Was there a certain justification for the Lova saying that, or is he talking in the air? The Lova gives the Malva a mashkon and says, if I don't pay you on time, you get to keep it. Is that completely like in the air, or is there some justification for that? Well, I see you guys aren't getting it. Did the Malva do the Lova a favor? The Malva always does the Lova a favor. So when the Lova promises penalty, if he doesn't pay back on time, it's not unreasonable. And therefore, we could say it's not an asmachta. But when there's a transaction between a buyer and a seller, when the buyer says, if I don't, deli- if I don't buy, you get to keep my money, the fact that the, that the seller has the money, th- that doesn't justify him keeping the money. See, the Malva keeping the mashkam is justified because the Malva did the Lova favor. But the seller keeping the money, that doesn't, there's no justification for that. Look at that inside. Vim Tomer Gabe Eravon, Kivin Shitfiso, Amilo Kana, Damatalvlinu. Why can't the seller say, You gave it to me, I'm holding it, and therefore you can't claim a smacht if I'm holding it already? The dummy Lohadatanya Betosefta. That should be just like the case of the mashkam. So the H. Lomer, the shiny. Betosefta shalasa lotova. 
Shehulvehu, Mashenkin be Erova. So there was a favor there. So there's a justification for the Lova being serious. But in, in, the, in the buyer seller case, there's no justification. Inami, Hosamainu time with the Lokani. Now we're getting to another spark. Well, you know why the you know why the seller can't keep the money? Because there was a bilateral commitment. What was it? That if the, if the seller backs out, he's going to double the mash, the, the road. And if the buyer backs out, he gets to keep it. Well, everybody understands that if the seller backs out, he's not liable for a penalty. That we said, that's for sure an asmach. So the seller certainly has an asmach. So once the seller's side is turned into asmachta, we can't make it what unilateral. Since there was a bilateral agreement and half of it falls apart, that's different than the mashkon case, where it was, it was a unilateral commitment. There's no reason why the unilateral commitment should not be honored. But when there's a bilateral commitment and half of the bilateral commitment is not being honored, that's a justification for the other half also not to be honored. Let's see that inside again. Inami time by the mashton lokani. I'm sorry, hausam means the Aravan case. time in the lokani. Why are we not? Why is the seller not kone to keep the Aravan in this in this in the in the when in this buyer seller case? Well, he agreed that if he backs out, he's going to double the mashko the Aravan. The kivadena tonai kayam So certainly that part he's not bound by. So we say that's. Annulled. So then we can't make a bilateral commitment, half of it's asmachta and half of it's not asmachta. Okay? That's another answer to distinguish between that and the mashkutis. <laughs> Meaning if we could construct a case where there, we, we put something in the hands of a shlish, in the loan case, we're in the, we're in the loan case. And somehow or other, if the malve gets his money on time, then he has to give up something. And if the lower gets his money on time, he has to give up something. Okay. So then we could say, no, it's got to be in both directions. And if one's an asmachta, the other is an asmachta. But on the, according to the first Terence, we, there's still a difference because at the end of the day, the Malva did the Lova favor, and therefore it, it could be that the Lova's commitment is binding, even if the Malva's commitment is not binding. Okay, that's what we have in the Erevon case. Okay, now we're going to skip a lot. Um, okay, so I'm not sure how you, you... It's The truth is, it's almost at the end of this piece. The next piece starts, Umashikosa Bechen Kol and we want to see the piece before that. Did the Beis Yosef explain how the Rambam has no problem making it one side uh, an Asmachta and the other side is not an Asmachta? He doesn't I mean, make it. Well, don't just blame the Rambam for that. The Rashi said the same thing. And the and answer is that you, that, that you don't claim Asmachta b'mechila. That, that, that once you're holding it, all I'm really saying is I'm going to be Mocha. So you can't claim I didn't mean it when you're talking about Mechila. Okay. Which the Beis Yosef argues on. But that's okay. what Rashi and the Rambam hold. Okay. okay, because Mechila, in other words, when you're holding it, it's harder for me to claim I didn't mean it because you got it. So all I committed to do, I didn't commit to reach into my pocket. I committed to let you keep it. So you got it already. So there's the, the claim of Asmachta that I didn't mean it is a much weaker claim. It's a much weaker claim. 
But the Beis Yosef says... The Beis Yosef says... The, the, no, the Beis Yosef doesn't prove it in logic. The right. Beis Yosef proves it from sources. Thank you. All the Beis Yosef does is I bring, he brings a lot of sources where you see that apparently that doesn't make a difference. Okay? He doesn't, he doesn't argue in the logic of it. He argues that it's simply not true. It's not true. I see from sources that Mechila doesn't matter. Okay, so I want to skip now to Kosov Chulas Harosh. It's at the very end of this whole piece, right before the next piece of Masha Kosov Kolat tonight. Ruven Vishimon? Yep, that's it. You got it. Josh, you have it? Dan, you got it? Pinchas, everybody, Yehuda, you got it? Not yet. At the very end of this whole piece, right before the next piece of Masha Kosov, Mechain Kolat tonight. And Dafnun Aleph? It's on Dafnun Aleph at the very bottom. Page Nun Aleph at the bottom of Chubas Arosh. Left column. Chubas Arosh? Ah, yeah, 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 I got it, I got okay. it. Kosovich Chubas Arosh. Yehuda, you're with me? Uh, almost, not, not oh, yet. Almost. If you're in the tour, if you're in the base, you'll yeah. yeah. Okay, so if you go to the next. Oh, section, I got an Alatar. If you go to the next section where it starts with Masha Kosovich Kolat Nayim. It's right before that. Because of the Chuvas Harosh, Ruven Vishimo, Shaosu Shtoros Ze Alze, the Nosnum Biat Shlish Almanat, Shimiakah Iten Shte Shtoros Laruve, in Loit Nem Shuma. Here's the story. Okay? So we have two Shtoros. It's IOUs, they're, they're, they're generic IOUs. I owe you $100. I owe you $100. So Ruben and Shimon each wrote out an I owe you $100. And they put both IOUs in the hands of a third party. And they made a deal. If Ruben says, if this happens, then I get, then I get both IOUs. And, Shimon, and, if Shimon said, and if the other thing happens, Shimon gets both IOUs. Okay? So everybody hears how, on the one hand, it sounds like an asmachta. On the other hand, well, we gave it over to somebody, so it's like that that may be more of a commitment. Here's how the Rosh answered. You're bound. Why is it not an asmachta? Okay, I got the case wrong. I'm sorry. The case is different. I'm sorry. The case, I, I, let's, let's back up for a minute and make sure the case is clear. There's a star that says Ruben owes Shimon $100. And there's another star that Shimon hold, says that Shimon owes Ruben $100. So in theory, there should be a wash, correct? Or maybe it's not exactly equal. Okay. And now they say, they say look, we're going to give both staros to a shlish. Okay. And then they make conditions what happens. So if Ruben does something, he gets both staros, meaning the money that, Ru, that Shimon owes him, he's going to collect. And the money that he's owed Shimon is going to tear up the stock. And the reverse. Okay? And it could be in the reverse. Everybody understand what we're going? So each guy owes the other guy money. And the shlish now has the staros. And here's the little knech. 
Once the shlish has the shtaros, in theory, what could the shlish do? Did he collect them or sell them? Or tear them both up? Okay. In other words, once you gave over the shtaros to the shlish, you basically have, 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 have put yourself under the control of the shlish. So let's see inside now how he explains that. Hey, Shivda, he came no the Eretz Azot with time called over the Somchin Alzeh she'eno asmachta. Why is it not an asmachta? He even should call Echad mehem nischayv bechov gomor belishum tanai. Each one made a commitment. No tanai, but they they owe the money. The, the, they start by owing. Ella shetolu mechilas achov b'shlish. But they said, you know what? I'll forego the if, if if you know if the shlish gives it gives the other guy the star means I'm going to forego my debt. Shem yirtsa shlish yimchol l'shimon vim lo machlo v'nosan ashkar l'ruvein yimtsa shezacha ruvein b'chov shenis chayev lo shimon mishas ksivas ashkar v'nechiv atzmo v'lishum tonight. Okay, so I guess I don't even have the case. I, I, I guess we don't really understand exactly the case here, exactly how it happened. But somehow or other, I think I think David was right. It's more like the Masachik Bekuvia case. In other words, each one gave the shlish and said, if this happens, then you give over the commitment to, to Ruvain. And if that happens, you give over the commitment to Shimon. Yeah, but, they, they, but nobody, but but there was, it was like a, a you know, it was a proactive commitment. That's what it seems like what happened here. It's not clear in my mind exactly what happened. In other words, if Ruben eventually gets the star retroactively, it's midbarer that when 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 Ruben when Shimon wrote the star to Ruben, that star belongs to Ruben. We only know it later. Let's see what he says. Okay, so we're going to have to see it later. You know, I see that I jumped, I jumped ahead here. I guess I, I, I think I jumped ahead. But look here, there's one other line here, and maybe we'll see this next time. You see at the very line, he says, Okay, so Simon Nun Dalid goes, takes us all the way back to Hilchas Halval. Okay, and I'll send you it on the chat. I'll just read you what, what, where in Simon Nun Dalid, the tour brings exactly the case of Misha Parah mixes Chova v'Hishlish Taro b'Yad Shlish, all that that case of the guy paid half of the debt and and then he gave the star over to the Shlish. So again, that that's really a that's the really the complicated case, and that's what he's alert, alluding to here in Simon Nundal. So we are going to see that maybe next time. Um, let's quickly. I just want to get started now in the next tour. In the next tour, and then we'll go to the Beis Yosef next time. Okay, because all of this is the language of the Rambam. Okay, I'm, I'm just continuing now in the tour where we left off. People make conditions. Af al pi sha'asa lo kana shakala omer im yiye im lo yiye lo gomar vehikne share daita someche shame yiye lo yiye. So the Rambam says the language of 
if this happens, I'll do this. And if it doesn't happen, I won't do. Or if, all right. So by definition, says the Rambam, that's an asmachta. That's an asmachta. Why? Because what you're saying is, you don't really know what's going to happen. Again, this is the Rambam. And you see that this is going to play out very much with the Mesachic Bakuvia case. And the Ravid is going to go ballistic over this. That's what's coming up in a minute. Or that the Ravid is going to disagree completely. Okay. Um, let's just see the Ravid. Uh, let's just see the Ravid. We'll pick this up in the Beis Yosef uh, next time. So first of all, the Ravid is going back to the Eirovon case. So remember, the Rashi and the Rambam held that in the Eiravon case, so it's an asmachta in one direction and not an asmachta in the other direction. That the, that the, the seller gets to keep the buyer's money because he's holding it. But the buyer, but the seller doesn't have to pay the buyer if the seller backs out because that's asmachta. And says the Raivet, I don't agree with that. It's got to be, it's got to be bilateral. It's got to be equality. In other words, everything is an asmach. There's another problem. Look at the Rambam. The Rambam says, a person says, if this happens, I'll do this. If that happens, I'll do that. Well, doesn't that sound like the im over velo avid case? If this happens, I'll pay you the make. If it doesn't happen, I don't have to pay you the And what did we say? We said that the reason why you're bound is because of biado. It makes a difference whether it's biado or not. Says the Ravid. The Ravid says, why didn't you make a distinction? The Gemara explicitly makes a difference whether it's biado or not biado. That biado, you are bound. The simple understanding. And if it's low biyoto, you're not bound. Because if it's biyoto, you were serious. Even though there's some Rishonim that say the opposite. That biyoto, you never expected to have to do it. And la biyoto, you made a commitment. We're going to see that in the Beis Yosef. But the rivet holds that biyoto and low biyoto makes a difference. Berichi legbo, v'ferish dover sheno biyoto, hu tolui biyara cherim. What does eno biyoto mean? There's a machlokas here. What is the meaning of eno biyoto? I know what biyoto means. But what does eno biyoto mean? So the simple understanding of Eino Biyaro, he says, means Eino Biyaro because it's Biyara What's the example of Eino Biyaro? Kigona Omer Lechaveru Knei and Mimo Komploni. Okiyotze Bezevim, Lo Tizchayev Libekach Bekach. Buy me wine, and if not, you're going to have to compensate me penalty with the, out of your pocket. Asmachtahi. The guy who made the commitment that if I don't buy the wine with the money, I'm going to compensate you? Asmachta. Why? The logomer umachta. He never really meant it. Why not? The shemelo yutsu amokrim limkor lo Because he doesn't know. Maybe he's never going to be able to buy it. So that's called, what well, is that called biyoto or la biyoto? It's la biyoto. But it's biyoto to go. Lekech logomer umachta filu ilogazi. Just read one more line. You'll see that there's a there are really three cases. There's biado, there's lav biado, and then there's something that's kind of biado but not completely biado. The wine, if you remember, we had Rishonim that said that the wine it's biado to go, but even if he goes, he's not a hundred percent sure he's going to get it. But you can't call that lav biado completely 
Because if he doesn't go, he didn't do anything. So continues the, the tour. The Dover Shein be on a cloud. That's not the wine case. Uh, the wine case is called Eno Biyoto, but it's not Eno Biyoto Klau, because he has some control over it. But something that's Eno Biyoto Klau, there's nothing. It's completely, completely smoke and mirrors. He has nothing to base his commitment on. And he makes the commitment. So when a guy has something, it's completely out of his control. He has no idea what could happen. And he makes a commitment. So ironically, he's more bound by that. Because you knew that you're completely out of your control. And you made a commitment. So says, so, so, so says the rival. And we'll, we'll stop here and go back to the base Joseph on this piece. Didn't Question, differentiate if there's money on the table or not? That's what he says at the end, is okay. that if there's money on the table and he had no idea whether it could work or not, then he committed. But if the money wasn't on the table, he doesn't have to reach into his pocket. So again, we're going to have to figure out this. The real tricky case is the wine case, where it's a little bit biyoto, but it's basically not biyoto. And the Gemara calls that la biyoto to, to contrast that with the over below abid case. Okay, so we're going to get into some of the Beis Yosef's to see how he tries to make Seder out of it. But again, it's going to remain a huge machlokas we show. That I can tell you.